Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. So Tyler has a very interesting topic to talk about today, and I'm very excited for it. Yeah, first things first, though. So I went up to uh, Orville, Washington. Super cool little town. There's mm-hmm. like nothing there. My like, kind of place. It's yeah. It's, it's I got there's there's more buildings for rent than there is like <laughs> occupied buildings, which which is kind of sad because it's like yeah. a really cool little town on Lake Osoyoos, which mm-hmm. you can like go right to Canada from on the lake, but I'm, I, probably not right now. But right. um. Anyways, it was uh, my wife's beer stepsister, step little stepsister's graduation, graduating class of like thirty. <laughs> it was a banger. Yeah. Um, no, we were she she had came over Friday night when we got there. She wanted to hang out with my wife and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I'm like talking to like. I've never felt so old like in my life. Hanging out with a bunch of 18 year olds or like 17, 18 year olds. Like uh, they speak a different language. So like one of my like favorite, like, you know, country songs is Hank Williams Jr. Country boy can't survive. Mm -hmm. That's like, it's like a classic. That's like, if you don't know that, like you don't know country music. Yeah. Like I know there's other, you know, hit country songs. This song came out. I'm like, do you know who this is? No, no idea. What? (laughs) What? What are they teaching here in Orville? <laughs> Freaking crazy, man. I felt so old. And I'm 32 years old. <laughs> Where's your dad? I guess I am like oh, darn near double their, you know, mm-hmm. I'm close to double their age. But yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. But this happened the Memorial weekend. I was talking uh, to this kid up camping with us. And uh, he's got a... a I don't know exactly what year. It's a, it's a 7.3, so 99 to 03. Mm-hmm. Um, 7.3, I think it was like a 2001 or something like that. Uh, 
and he had found out that <clears throat> I work here and we were talking to my buddy Jeremy who who actually has a repair shop and uh he was like so I've got this 73 he's like dude but I have the opportunity to buy my dad's 67 it was like a I think it was like a 2012 or 2013 so I, earlier I or an earlier 67 I'm yeah. pretty sure I could be completely wrong but it was it's the earlier one I'm pretty sure this is the spot where we stop for the intro because that okay is what we're going to talk about today this week's podcast episode is brought to you by fuel bomb diesel additive an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts made by diesel enthusiasts Ben take it away Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have, you know, anti-gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight eight plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your one ounce per 32 gallons for the F bomb, or four ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast. Coming back from Spokane, Washington. Uh, make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find us out there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. You can also find us on the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, we are definitely trying to pump up our Instagram numbers. You can find us on there by searching, wait for it. America's Diesel Podcast. We also go live every Wednesday right around 5 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want to have a beer with the boys, ask some questions, hang out, maybe see what's going on in the shop, make sure and follow us and tune in Wednesdays. We usually put an alert out there around 5 o'clock when we're going live. Uh, if you want to ha leave any comments or kind of get the discussion going, you know, discussion board status, uh, make sure and check it out the episode on YouTube. That's right. If you want to actually see what me and Tyler are doing, crazy hands, you can watch us on YouTube uh, by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, we've got a ton of episodes and backlogged on there. I think this is, we're getting very, very close to episode 200. That's right. We've been yeah. doing this every week for nearly 200 weeks. So there's a lot of content if you're trying to get in on that. Uh, lots of 7.3 content, lots of Cummins content. Um, about sorry, 0.01% of Duramax <laughs> contents because we've uh, said the word Duramax before. Yeah. Duramax. Yeah. That's it. So I want to talk about <laughs> uh, reviews. Tyler, hit them. Oh, yeah. Let's keep those reviews coming in. Let's, we're bumping up in the review charts if that's a thing. <laughs> but just keep them coming in. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I was making stuff up. Anyways, so leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot that. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a sticker to. It looks just like our podcast logo behind me here. Bam. Yeah. Lastly, if you need parts for your diesel pickup truck, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. Uh, website is live, obviously, 24 hours a day, but we do have sales technicians on the phone, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. Um, you can talk to them. They can let you know, you know the part you need for your truck the right time the first time, if it's in stock, questions, all that kind of good stuff. And if you are a podcast listener, which if you're listening right now, Congratulations, you are a podcast listener. Make sure, and if you are talking to someone on the phone and ordering a part, let them know. Uh, any sales we can attribute to the, or attribute to the show, 
Barley juice. Helps us pay for barley juice, okay, <laughs> yeah. folks? Uh, if you place the order online and don't talk to anybody, totally fine. Uh, in the delivery notes uh, area, there's a spot where you just write the word podcast. I can go through there and search them. If you forget or you're listening and you're like, holy shit, I've been listening forever and I've ordered a bunch of parts and I didn't realize that, DM me, slide, you know, call me, whatever. Just let me know your name, email address, order number, something like that. I can find them and put them on a list. That way they count towards us doing cool shit here. Yeah. Uh, very last part, if you're buying parts from someone else, but you're listening to this podcast... Screw a, you, man! Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> B, <No>. respectfully, <laughs> I want to know why. Legitimately. Uh, if you're, you know, or maybe you use our website for the listing and buy it somewhere else or something. I don't know. I want to know why. I want all the criticisms, good and bad. Shoot me an email. Let me know. Uh, because we live and die by our customers. And honestly, there are a lot more of you than there are of us. And I'm not saying we know everything. I know a lot. Okay? I know a lot. But we could be missing stuff. And if we are, we want to know about it. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Real That's talk. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Let's get this episode underway. First off, Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, you're bringing up 7.3 content. I love you. Continue. <laughs> there was a post that someone <laughs> did in our, like, our uh, America's Diesel podcast little chat. Uh-huh. It was like, make Tyler be nice to a 7.3 for, what was it? 200 like, seconds. Oh, yeah. We were straight. throwing out ideas for our 200 episode, and it was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> make Ben not talk shit about Cummins for 200 seconds, and make Tyler talk about 7.3s and be nice for 200 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I might be nice yeah. today. <laughs> um, yeah, so, again, Memorial Weekend Camping, had a conversation with a younger guy. I think he was like 20, 19, something like that. Um, I saw a truck like twice and I didn't really get a good look at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Dude, we had so many people there. It was awesome. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, he, he's got this 7.3 and he has an opportunity to possibly buy his dad's truck, uh, which is a 6.7 power stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people would probably be like, well, get the 6.7 power stroke, man. Yeah. It's newer. Every, you know, it's nicer, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's to I'm kind of old school. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though I drive a 2021 Ram. <laughs> okay. Uh, but what I had told him, I was like, Hey, you know, and he's got friends that are, that are diesel guys. And he was showing me videos of some pretty high horsepower trucks and some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah. So you're with, you know, you're, you, you know, you're into this kind of thing. And I, what I had told me, I was like, here, here's what it comes down to. It's like a well-built seven, three, like at that four fifty horsepower mark, mm-hmm is so much more respected than even like an 800 horsepower Cummins just because those are like almost dime a dozen, yeah. uh, you know, in the performance world, there's a lot more of them versus a clean, good running 450 horsepower 7.3. And to me, like a diesel guy, I have more respect for that person that built that truck mm-hmm. than just buying a 6.7 that has all the creature comforts and all that cool stuff, you know, new, woohoo. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, I was like, hey, man, it'd be actually really cool to build, like, a, an awesome running 7.3. Yeah. Like, for the amount of money that you're going to have to, you know, put out to get that truck, you could put it into that truck, and that'd be that'd be freaking awesome. Yeah. So hey. what what, do, what are your thoughts? What do you... So I, I go, going off the information I have, which is obviously very little, I just know he's got, you know, a good running 7.3, hopefully in decent shape, and also a early 6.7, I'm going to assume 11 to 14. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably with less miles, but still in good shape. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know anything else, else about it. I don't know if one's like yeah, a ton of miles or a little bit. I don't know. I I know the seven three had uh, over two hundred thousand miles. Okay, on par. 
you know, not low yeah. mileage, not uh, this day and age. It's crazy to say, but 200k on a 7.3, it's that's kind of normal. normal. Yeah, it's kind of normal. <laughs> yeah. pretty much there. Yeah, um, yeah, I I can't tell you how many times, and I know I'm, I'm you know maybe by the time this comes out, the blue truck will be gone. I know the blue truck's an OBS or something like that, but w even with a you know a dented old rusty OBS that looks good still and sounds good. You still get the six seven guy with the diesel boy fuck boy wheels on there looking over when you're at the fuel station going like damn it's a nice truck yeah sounds good yeah yeah hundred percent oh yeah it does and even more so when you get the, you know a super duty you get that you know you take the money that you're going to spend on that six seven you have a truck that you already well I guess it doesn't play a factor because he already knows his dad's truck but a truck that you obviously liked it at one point yeah because you got a seven three to start with right you've put probably the miles on it. Mm -hmm. And you get to make it yours. You've now enjoyed it at what it is now, and you get to make that yours now. And that, to me, that truck living at 450 horsepower is going to serve you a lot longer than a 6.7 will, even if it has 100,000 less miles on it. Sure, yeah. And also, for me, this is a very like somewhat pessimistic way to look at things or anything like that, okay? Let's say, you know, this, this 6.7... I'm going to go on a limb. I'm probably going to assume it's deleted. Okay. I don't know, but I'm going to assume it is. Honestly, I don't even know if it is or not. I'm going to assume fact. it is. But, it, but yeah. it, it, I think the specifics kind of really doesn't matter. It's just the idea because I think there's a lot of people that maybe have a 7.3 that are looking at getting a newer truck. Mm -hmm. And of course, people bypass the 6.0, they bypass the 6.4. Yep. <laughs> with reason mm -hmm. <laughs> on the 6.4, especially. And then they're so they're looking at 6.7s. And I even told him too, I was like, hey man, like here's what you can do. Like Ford didn't really like change a lot, like body wise. Like you could update the front end. You could you, like body wise, mm -hmm. you could you could go in and like find yourself a wrecked O five and get all the suspension out of it and do do coils up front. You can he can literally make it look like a six seven truck. He can make it look like a six seven body truck. Body wise, yeah. and then he can put coils on there from an O five. Well, honestly, you could put axles and coils up there all the way through 2016 yeah the thing is though why everybody goes out to the 05 to 07 is because it's a direct bolt-on right when you right. start getting into like the 08 and ups it is still essentially just about bolt-on but it's just like a slight deviation yeah not hard to do but it's just a little different yeah so as i was telling him, i was like hey 450 horsepower 7.3 sitting on 05 suspension and do like a like a carly leveling kit mm. some nice shocks mm. And do the front end update. Like, I don't even know if I would go all the way to like the six, because I know there, there was a, I think there was a listener that has that, that was it that blue mm -hmm. seven three with like all the six, seven, the, the, the local guy up here. Yeah. 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 Is he, I don't know, he might be. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I, people I, mistake that truck for old Raptor Super Duty. The only so way they can I, tell is because it's long bed. I, I'm, I'm almost not a fan of doing like the fenders with the fender badge and all the, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like making it look like a six seven. I think you're you're it's going too far with it. Yeah. I think just like that 05 front end. Oh, I love like it. that. Like I think that's See, so now much you're cleaner. on my page because at first I was like, dude, I want the I want the six four front end. And then I was like, when the, when I finally fell in love with the six sevens, I was like, damn, what do the six seven? Yeah. And then as I sat there and got maybe I don't know, maybe I got a little bit older. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm like old it, as shit, but like a nice 05 front end. With some nice yes. headlights yes. and a color match I, bumper and grill. I think like, he's keeping it more yeah. more in the generation versus yeah. you're skipping up too far. And now it's just like everybody like you like that truck you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It looks like a six seven totally from like fifty feet away. Yeah, like you like wow, that's a, that's a six seven. Cool. Yeah, unless you know what you're looking at, it's a six seven, or right. you hear it exactly. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I, that's that's kind of what I told him, and I, I think I was kind of getting him excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, again, I can kind of see the six seven side of things too, especially if he if it is you know a truck that's in the family, you could probably get a good deal on it, right? Um, and right. have have those newer because I especially if you drive all the time, having those nice creature comforts that the new trucks the have is, is nice. You can swap that stuff. I know. Uh, uh, E4 Motorsports. Zachary McFarlane, E4 Motorsports. Check him out. One-man show. Okay, so don't be calling him up all the time. He's a one-man show. But when it comes down to swapping in uh, interiors from year, other years of trucks into earlier years of trucks, he is the man. He yeah. recently just did. If you don't follow him, you need to follow him. E4 Motorsports. His name is Zachary McFarlane. I'm going to say it again. E as an echo, four as in the number. Like Mo- those spark plugs. Yeah, is it E4 Motors or Motorsports? If you type in E4 Motor, he will come up. His name is Zachary McFarlane. E4 Motors, Zachary McFarlane. There you go. Here's your free advertising, Zachary. Yeah, yeah. And I do that because well, I love the guy. Well, send you an invoice. <laughs> yeah. I love the guy. When he called oh, it's in, super out, cool. Yeah. He called in and he, like, he bought Gage. was like, is this? This is like a farm. He's like, yeah. I was like, dude, I fucking love your shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he recently just put uh, six, seven seats, center console, in his OBS single cab. It's kind of cool. That it's is cool. sick. Yeah, it's sick. I like it, but again, at the same time, like keeping it generational. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you go too far with it, it just kind of uh, it. it takes away from it a little bit you know yeah. what I, it, it just, if it were me i wouldn't do, uh, i i live much as i love the interiors and the dashes of the six sevens i wouldn't mind like on my excursion i wouldn't mind the and this is where like i go back and forth if i had the money i would do it yeah but it's not worth it unless i happen to have the money right um i like the later style dashboards so like when you see like the 05 to 07 or yeah. like the 64 dashboards yeah yeah that i like the interiors, I could do a 6.4 interior. I could do a six late model 6.0 interior. Yeah. But am I going to go all the way and do like the 6.7 stuff? Probably not. Do I need cooled seats? They're tight. No, I don't need them. Yeah. I, I'm good with, you know, heated leather seats. Or honestly, I'm okay with my dashboard. If I happen to find a full King Ranch interior, I just swap it in. I don't yeah. care about the third row. I'm just yeah. like where it is. King you know? Ranch in. Oh yeah, get your, get your, get your, get your uh, Justin boots on and yeah. your, your Ariats and <laughs> Ariats. <laughs> yeah. Throw your cowboy hat on. Throw a big dip in. <laughs> King Ranch. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I don't, I don't know what his his actual what he's going to end up doing, but I think it's a, it's a good debate to have with yourself mm-hmm. on on, you know, go like again. I, I if it was me, I think I would push more especially seeing what you what you've done with like your trucks mm-hmm. i mean they're a high mileage truck but you're you're getting them you're getting them tiled in dude you the, know? i'm i'm gonna be honest the the excursion is running really good right now you know usually they run really good before they blow up. <laughs> yeah. i know yeah. i know yeah i know man yeah. that's why i've got i literally have my my dynamite injectors on my workbench still yeah i'm yeah. like it's any, any day don't i'm not <laughs> don't, even putting you away yeah not yeah. even putting yeah. you away now you're gonna put it away but yeah. damn it it runs so good right now. Yeah, it like it. It legitimately makes me happy. Like it doesn't leak any oil. Yeah, it runs really good. Starts. Yeah, I had a little issue last night and this morning. Maybe we'll go over that. I'm not sure, <laughs> but well, I don't know how far this con- we could totally because I might bring up some other stuff too. Because yeah. I, I well, let, let's do a quick, you know, because I'm not against the six seven. And let, let, let's yeah. talk about the six seven real quick. Okay, so you got a six point seven, you know power stroke in this truck you arguably transmission arguably i think it's six seven two is getting to the point to be ford's 
best engine they've ever put in a truck. Best longest lasting. Started in eleven, still there. Yeah, yeah. We're over ten. years. I mean, they've done they've done some changes to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I think, still it's hard to beat the seven three, just because of your trucks. I've seen other people's oh, trucks. Yeah. The, the, the 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 mileage that gets racked up on those is astronomical for what actually goes on inside that engine. Yeah, <laughs> like it's actually almost like a miracle. Yeah, <laughs> like, it shouldn't so work, much but it going does. On. Yeah, <laughs> like and you can you can neglect the living shit out of a seven three. Yeah, and they just, you can unplug half the sensors. <laughs> yeah. Still gonna run. Still gonna run. Here's a so, uh, quick note for you: six seven power show guys. You take off the uh, passenger side uh, side view mirror. Truck won't start, or you damage the mirror. Truck won't start. Yeah, that's crazy. That's because there's an air temperature sensor in there for <laughs> <Yeah>. the engine. That's <laughs> great spot. Great spot. Uh, <laughs> but um, I forgot where I was going now. Well, yeah. So you, you've got a, a <laughs> six seven power soak. So you got, uh, you know, a, a definitely a newer style engine. Yes, smaller displacement, but uh, way up in power from the factory. I mean, we're way talking about literally power. double the horsepower. Yeah. Um, You've got a six-speed transmission, so two more gears than the you know than you would have in an automatic in a seven-three. Uh, six R one forties, bomb-proof. Yeah. As far as like a factory transmission goes, that thing is like I'd put it on par with Allison. I know I'm going to catch flack on that one. I mean, Allison's I, are I would very robust, but like stock for stock, a six R one forty when you know cannot cannot beat that. And yeah. For a, a lot, it's it's Allison and right under six R one forty everything else. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Hey, yeah. you know, I 68 say RFE, way down here. Yeah, way the fuck down. Oh, did I just talk talk shit about it coming? Yes, you did. And I'm talking. What's going on with Let's me? Drink to that, boys. <laughs> There's your 200 but, seconds, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> great chassis, coil sprung suspension, radius yep. arm, good. Re- still got a Sterling rear axle. Yep. Um, very stout truck. Yes. Interior, even you know, starting in 2011 on the earlier ones, you've got. Chances are, if it's got leather, it's got heated seats, they're power seats, yep. gauge clusters, nice, adjustable steering wheel, steering wheel, you know, dials and all that kind of stuff, nice yep. center console, um, very desirable front end. Uh, I like the headlights on there. As far as, like, factory headlights goes, they're some of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but just uh, in... They are ginormous. Ginormous. <laughs> a very uh, appealing, good-looking truck. I got nothing against a 6.7. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like I mentioned before, that six seven guy, almost every six seven guy is, is always thinking to themselves like, damn, I wonder what it'd be like just to have a good old good old fashioned mechanical, you know, yeah. grassroots big fucking diesel engine. Yeah. And that's exactly what a seven three is. Yeah. It's a big old dumb engine. I'm never gonna outrun that thing because A, it's not gonna make enough power, and B, it's huge. Yeah. Iron block iron heads i ain't lifting shit yeah right yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure you don't even have to put head bolts in that and you could fire it up like you just set the heads <laughs> down on the combustion just, chamber just the pressure <laughs> just just gravity alone gravity alone will hold the head on for just a just a nice idle around the neighborhood yeah <laughs> and, and the thing is you know you're they you know the, the idle like a box of rocks i get it that's yeah. fine i still like them i can i can pick out a 6-0 and a 7-3 a mile away. Oh, yeah. If I can hear it, I can tell you what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and there, there's just there is something with this day and age. Nostalgia's coming back, right? And the oh, '90s yeah. are coming back. The early 2000s are coming back. The you know the late '80s are coming back. Everybody's all about that kind of shit, right? And here's the thing: if you already own this truck, I assume that if you're going to buy this truck from your dad, you're going to get a good deal. But there's no way that it's going to be the same cost. 
okay. No. So it's good. It's, it's going to cost you more money. Yeah. And you know, I like not having payments. Okay. If you already own this truck outright, it'd be the only way I would take it take advantage of that deal is if. And again, this is information I don't know. Is if your seven three was like base model, no interior, already shit, dented, scratch, you know, basically just not what you would consider to be a you know comfortable, nice daily driver truck anymore. Then I would consider that. Even then, it would have to be like, I'm not paying more than three hundred bucks a month for that thing. Yeah. Like I better be it. And also, secondary note, why not both? Yeah. You want to be cool? <laughs> I mean, be there's both. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that's a tough. That uh, that's a tough. Uh, you know, there's not just one answer to that. Yeah. It just really depends on you. You, but I, again, you know, I always go back to the. You know, the diesel, the the, the diesel industry, as far as the uh, the people that are in it, are, you know, kind of brutal. Yeah. You know, <laughs> kind of harsh. Yeah. You know, harsh. and again, that's why I come back to like if a, a four fifty horse. 05 swapped suspension 73 mm-hmm. that's clean and that's our and don't 450 horsepower 73 i know we've said this a thousand times that some bitch runs oh yeah that's so that some bitch runs hard and it's it, it i i would say it's it's in the realm of like a six seven hundred horsepower cummins as far as the feel yeah, like it's just a totally different animal. Was, you've got that extra, those extra cubes. Yeah, it's extra it's, cubes. it's it's all no replacement for displacement. Yeah, <laughs> and, and there's there's something to be said about making you know, say like 300 horsepower, 350 horsepower, right. with a 444 cubic inch fucking engine. Man. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. <laughs> it's just a, It's just like when you get like you know those old school like you know 500 big block that only makes like 250 horsepower. I know it's yeah. like way underpowered, tons of overhead, but when you stab it. It moves. Yeah. It's going to move oh, quick. Yeah. yeah. It may not go very quick, but yeah. like you're going to, it's going to make some power. Absolutely. It's going to get going. I, I, I am a, uh, I am a, I was raised on the, you know, there was no displacement or no replacement for displacement. I've always yeah. been a cubic inch type of guy. I'm always going to be a cubic inch type of guy. Yeah. That's honestly what drew me. Like I was a Ford guy already, Ford kid, but that's honestly what drove me to a 7.3 in the first place. And I've talked about it before, like, what's the biggest diesel engine again a pickup truck 7.3 cool that's what I want that's the one <laughs> I've literally yeah. hooked my boat gear to that for the last 10 years yeah it's like it, it's yeah so I think yeah. yeah so I, if I had to make a decision on it I, I think I would stick with the I think I would stick with the older rig especially if I had a little bit of money sitting back you know ready to put into it mm-hmm. I think that'd be a cool ass truck especially with the you know front end upgrades um, you know kind of freshening it up a little bit I I think that'd be a badass ride. You know, I'm I'm gonna maybe contradict myself a little bit here, but let's you know, you keep that seven three, you learn how to work on it inside and out. I'm not saying seven three guys are all geniuses because we're not. Yeah. <laughs> but there are a lot of people that find Huey injection to be just like rocket science. And yeah. It's, it's not. Okay. There's a lot going on, but it's not. Yeah. If you become very, very familiar with the Huey injection system and stuff on a 7.3, almost anything else is going to seem basic. And I don't mean that to say, like, common rail injection is basic. or like I know. I, but, hate, the, I hate the efficiency of it. <laughs> it's terrible. That, you know, like a 6.7 power stroke is basic because it's not. 
If you told me, hey, go diagnose the 7-3, and hey, go diagnose the 6-7 power stroke, I'd be like, I could do the 7-3 on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> the 6-7 power stroke, I'd give you an idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a computer. Yeah. I can't figure it out. Yeah. The 7-3, it's like, you give me a, a screwdriver and... Well, just like you're talking about with the mirror thing, like, yeah. you could be talking to a guy for like a half hour, and then come to find out at the end of the conversation, his mirror is gone. Yeah. Like, it was broke off. And you'd be like, oh my god, I just wasted like 45 minutes of my life. Oh, there was one of the things uh, just uh, one of the guys I was talking to a while back or something uh, it did that and it was because we kept you know I kept kind of hammering on some of the basics and then something came out and I was like that's it yeah what yeah that's it I didn't even think that would affect it oh no totally that's it yeah are you sure yeah go fix it right now <laughs> trust me do it just plug it back in yeah do it you serious yeah okay plug <laughs> <laughs> Fires right off. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But legitimately, like if, if you become very, very knowledgeable and very in tune with seven threes, um, you've got a leg up because you, you you're very, very close to being basically in tune with a six O. It's just a little bit more complicated. Yeah. But also, if you're trying to make sure that you are acquiring skills that can potentially help you later on in life. I assume that so this kid's about twenty. Yeah. Let's extrapolate that. Okay. You know, I don't know how to tune a carburetor. I'll be honest. I understand. Neither do I. I understand the very basics of it. Yeah. I know what it does. But you know, you give you know you give me a you know a three fifty carburetor three fifty and be like, hey man, make this run or can you tune it in better? And all I know all you need is a fucking screwdriver. Yeah. I can't figure. I, I it would take me an entire day. Of like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Is it supposed? Is it supposed to do that? Taste it. Like I don't even yeah. know. I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going off straight yeah. field yeah. here, yeah. right? <laughs> but then you know, like my you know either one of my grandpas. Could probably come and be like, "Oh yeah," and neither of them were like really car guys, you know. One of them, right. I got one, you know, they're both military, but one was you know nautical, and one's you know aviation, you know. But so they're both mechanical backgrounds, but neither of them are really like mechanics. Yeah. They come in like, they you know put their hand in the exhaust, yeah, go to the engine, look at it, put their hand on the valve cover, put their hand over it, choke it for a second, grab a screwdriver, like make two turns, and like yeah. whack it. Yeah, and all it was like purrs. perfect. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I, <laughs> How'd you know? I, I get I get so dumb when it comes to carburetors. I don't know why. And I I I would think that I would know that, but yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same way. I'm like, is there a carburetor on it? Okay, good. Well, then why is it ain't running? Yeah, <laughs> it's not running. What the? <laughs> Sounds like we need a water bottle and yeah. some flexo. So I'm just gonna gravity feed fuel directly into it. And we'll yeah. call it good, right? Yeah, it's- yeah. But so what I'm getting at here is if you're trying to find skills that are going to potentially, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to make you tons of money, but it's never bad to have a passion or be enthusiastic about something that could potentially make you money on the side yeah. or help you later on. Yeah. Knowing Huey injection is never not going to help you in the future. Right. These seven threes, they're going to be around for a lot longer. Okay, guys, I know, I know they stopped making them a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> and I know that, you know, they're not making six O's anymore. Okay. But they're going to be, they made so many of them. They did, yeah. And they last for so long. And they're, they're, especially the old body style trucks, they're starting to come back around again as these classic cars. Yeah. And you've got now have these diesel shops that maybe have, you know, have only been open five years. And you bring them a 7.3 that actually has, you know, that needs, they really need some help with and needs someone who's dealt with a 7.3 that's got 300,000 miles on there. Yeah. They don't know. Right. I'm not saying that there's no, there's no shops that do, but like you're starting to get to the point in five, ten years where you have to find 
the seven three guy to help you with your truck. Yeah. And guess what, bud? That could be you. Yeah. Well, especially nowadays, after my conversation I just had with uh, when I was up there for that graduation, I'd be like, "These people don't even know what a like a lug nut is. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is this is this is bad. <laughs> this is bad." And then actually, so I think we kind of buttoned that up, but that actually kind of brings me into um, how how I think we as a as diesel guys we need to pass our our knowledge down to. Mm-hmm especially younger generation. I know there's a lot of, probably a lot of people out there maybe listening that have kids that are into diesel and that's awesome. Like keep it going. Um, but like for, I mean, for like the first, uh, I would say probably like five years of me, like in this industry and doing this kind of stuff is such a harsh, like, <laughs> You're just absorbing. well, it, well, yeah. Well, at the same time, it's like, nobody wants to share any knowledge with you. Mm-hmm. If you don't know something, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and teach you something. You, you know, it, it's just kind of that mentality, mm-hmm. um, which is which is which is bad. It's like the gatekeeper mentality. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we in the diesel industry, we've we've overcome a lot of a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of shit. Yeah. Like when we, especially like when you started, we were selling like you know delete kits and doing mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's like we were getting pitched. Uh, I'm gonna do a baseball analogy here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, were, we were we were being pitched, uh, you know, a fastball the entire time, mm-hmm. and just hitting it out of the park. Like, oh, this is easy, 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 easy. Now, like a curveball is getting hit at us, and we've never heard it hit a curveball before. And the the curveball is the EPA getting involved with all that, so we're having to adjust. Well, mm-hmm. I think we need to make an adjustment, and I guess I haven't been to like too many events to see if this is still a thing, but make that adjustment to really get the younger generation involved so we can keep this industry going and keep diesel trucks on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with all this talk with fuel prices, uh, you know, freaking Joe Byron and his, whatever the freak show is going on in Washington, Washington, DC th- thinks is the perfect time to go to electric. That doesn't, that doesn't solve the problem. That, mm-hmm. that doesn't solve anything for me. It doesn't solve anything for you. It doesn't solve for over the road truckers. Like that doesn't work. So I, I think we need to, I think it's cool when I talk to a younger guy that's into diesel trucks um, and, and seems passionate about it. I think I think that's awesome. I think we need to make sure that that continues because, I, again, I keep on going back to the conversation I had. Like, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I could probably show them a picture of, like, a old, like, classic car. They have no idea what that is. They probably mm-hmm. think it's ugly. Like, like, that kind of stuff, like, freaks me out. Like, it... We we actually had this conversation. I think when we had Cooper on here, we were mm-hmm. talking about like, are we the last generation of, of like of actual motorhead gearhead yeah. like guys? And uh, I just see more <laughs> more examples of it. Yeah, like maybe we are, <laughs> which is which is which is sad. Yeah, like we in order for us to keep doing this stuff, like we can't just rely on the old guys out there. No, you know. <laughs> Well, it, it, it kind of goes to like what what uh, like what we were doing when we were kids, like obviously, and we're gonna get let's gonna get a little bit preachy, maybe a little bit ranty here real quick, but like okay, iPads, phones, technology, computers, I get that having the world in the palm of your hand, I get that. Okay, yeah. that is a tool, and kids need to know how to use that yeah. because it's not going away. Yeah, if it does, they still need to be able to figure life out though, and yeah. I know it's gonna be a learning curve for them. But, you know, folks that, you know, like you and I, I'd say basically anybody in there, man, I'd say like, it's pretty much like 
28, 29 plus right now. Yeah. Um, like you're 32, I'm 36. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, after yeah. 35, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I know I've got older guys listening here, but after 35, I've ser- I have a hard time keeping track. Yeah. And I'm not even, I'm not trying <laughs> to preach anything. It's fucking weird. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I remember when I was a kid, you know, what would I do for fun? Well, my dad gave me nails and a hammer. Yeah. And I would go in our garage or like I go to a tree or a piece of wood. I put nails into the wood. Yeah. See how many, you know, see how many nails I could get in a minute. Yeah. Or see how many, if I could whack it in with one hit. Right. You know, yeah. how many can I put in and pull out? Can I do this one straight? Can I do it left-handed? Yeah. Should I hold the hammer high or low? Right. Can I do it with the wood part of the hammer? Can I do it from the side part of the hammer? I wonder if I can use my baseball bat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah I wonder yeah. what ha- can you put a nail in concrete? Yeah. Can I nail through <laughs> a rock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I use a rake? And then you nail through the rock and you it, break the rock. Or like, yeah. well, that was awesome. I saw you saw I see inside the rock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then you like you go to hit the hammer with the nail on the rock and you miss, and then you know you hit the paver and it sparks. And you're like, what? Caveman shit. Right Did I just create fire? <laughs> like, I'm gonna get a piece of wood. I'm gonna try and start a fire. Yeah. And yeah. then your dad comes out 45 minutes later, and like the barbecue's tipped over because you're yeah. trying to get the coals out of there or something yeah, like that. Yeah. The glass table's broken. Yeah. Because <laughs> you put a nail through it. <laughs> you found some paint thinner because there's just shit hanging around everywhere. Dude. This may seem super descriptive. Okay, I'm not saying I did. I'm not yeah. saying I didn't. And you write your name on the on the you know in the backyard in the concrete. Yeah. in paint thinner and you're currently trying to hit the hammer in a certain way to catch it on fire because <laughs> I want to write your name on fire. As you're standing in the flammable com- com- exactly. fluid, whatever is on the ground. With my dad's Corvette like three feet away. Yeah, yeah. The whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And he walked... What the hell what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... And then I truly the, don't know. The first thing my dad was like... Were you going to light that on fire? I was trying to. And he goes, first off, that's too close to the Corvette. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. Second off, don't you think you're getting in trouble? Yeah. Well, you realize <laughs> it's it was worth no- it. You realize we know it was you. Well, yeah. Like, if you're going to do something like that, hey, here's a tip. Don't write your name, idiot. <laughs> yeah. You're going to burn your name into the ground. <laughs> like, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> and that is when I started drawing that's dicks like, on everything. Yeah, that's <laughs> like when you, when you go to rob a store, you'd be like, listen, you tell everybody Tyler Lucas was here. All right? You tell everybody. Tyler Lucas come back. and the boys, we will be back. We will be back. Yeah. We were just here. If I'm not back in two weeks, come to my house. Here's my address. Yeah. I might be dead. I don't yeah. know. Actually, you seem really cool. You want my number? Yeah. <laughs> like, I will smoke you out so bad. Like, I will get yeah. you drunk and make you dinner. Yeah. Mm. No, I um, maybe this is why I'm not a parent <laughs> these days because um, I'd have such a hard time with the with the phones and like people not uh, it, it, well kids not. Um, knowing, not knowing thing. I, yeah. I know it's like, it, like what happened to make him not be like, I, I would think if I was, if I was, I'd be in trouble if I had the type of like connection to information mm-hmm. as the kids do now, if I had that in high school, cause like I was already a car guy. <laughs> so I was I'm like, like, remember, whoa, remember when the, the anarchist cookbook, I remember, oh, yeah, yeah. All you gotta do is Google it. Yeah. And you just find it. Yeah. You can print it. Yeah. Before then, I remember I had I I had to buy yeah. the anarchist cookbook from my friend's older brother. Because everybody <laughs> oh, had God. your friend's older brother, right? Yeah. Your friend's uncle or you know, yeah. young uncle or something like that. I he like he photocopied it. Yeah. And it was stapled together and I bought it. 
I'm not saying I'm like, you know, some, you know, Antifa yeah, guy, but like yeah. we all went through that stage where you're like, oh, yeah. you know, anti-establishment type like, shit. I want know? to know how to build a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> a tennis ball bomb yeah, or yeah. something like that. And I'll be honest, like, I, I honestly, I'm still anti-big government, like big time. We can talk, we can talk about that to a blue in the face in the grave, to be yeah. honest. But yeah, like being able to find that shit now, like, yeah, beep, boop, boop. Dumb. Yeah. But like, I don't, I just, I, just, I guess I just don't, maybe, maybe it's. It's us because we are the people making the children. Maybe we screwed up, but I'm not saying me because I don't have any kids. But as a right whole, now. me and my wife are, we have, we have talked about it very, very in depth on how, how this is going to roll for our kids. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to get, we got to wrap this one up because it's getting kind of late here. But yeah. this is, this is my, uh, our rubric as far as like screen and technology um, usage goes or interference. So I got a four-and-a-half-year-old. Obviously, my, my six-month-old daughter doesn't give a shit. Right. <laughs> so my four-and-a-half-year-old, um, our our rubric is, has been, and since day one, and currently still is unless something else changes, if he ever elects to like, – let's, let's say, you know, I'm cooking dinner, my wife's folding laundry – our daughters, you know, eating stuff on the high chair, and he's, you know, in the in the living room playing with blocks, and and there's like a, a you know, a cartoon on or something like that. I'm not tripping, okay? Yeah. It's not like I'm parking my kid in front of the TV for ten hours a day at daycare. He still right. goes to school. He learns things. And honestly, there's a lot of really good educational kid stuff out now. There's sure. a lot of crap, okay? Yeah. There's, that's why you screen your shit, right? There's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, our main thing is if we ever offer to like hey ricky you want to go outside and play or hey ricky you want to you want to build a train set you want to build a marble run you want to do this you want to you know you know play cars you want to go ride a bike you want to do something and he ever says no i'd rather you know sit on my ipad or watch tv yoink yeah that's that's when it gets mitigated and till this day uh that has served us well i know he's only four and a half and we got you know several more years to go but it's always and even then he'll he'll sit there and be like on his ipad and yes, he has an iPad, um, and he'll sit there and he'll be just kind of like look up and like close it and be like, "Dad, will you play with me?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'll play with you!" Like, give give me two minutes, let me finish the dishes, and I'll come play with you. What do you want to do? I don't know. Oh, me either. Yeah. Let's figure it out. We'll play Transformers or some shit. You know, that's that is the that's the crux for us. Yeah. And we always make sure that we try and do outdoor stuff with him. We just got him in a little electric bike and all that. I saw you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's uh. Does he actually have it yet, or is it's it... still in the box? Okay. It's in the living room in the box. He can see it. I made him not open it. Yeah, yeah. I felt kind <laughs> of bad. Good. but I was like, I'm not leaving this thing on the front porch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Dad, can we open? I'm like, No, you can't. Not yet. And last night he was getting a little, kind of getting whiny. I was like, Ricky, I will package. You know, I will send this thing right back. It's still in the box. It's like, a good bargaining. That's a great bargaining tool. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, it works so good. All right, you got any more? Um, million dollar idea. Yes. Actually, it might be a billion-dollar idea at this point. With a B. With a B. If someone could figure out how to only make grass grow, like, three inches tall. <laughs> dude, you would wipe out a whole industry of lawnmowers. There there are certain breeds of grass that only grow a certain height. Is that a thing? Yeah. Really? I've never done, I haven't done any research. <laughs> you need to, you need to I just look some... at my backyard, dude. We left in my backyard. From Memorial Day mm-hmm. till last night, I set that mower the highest it would go because my grass, I kid you not, was probably a foot and a half tall. 
it was bad it was bad and then my wife she's like i put a i put a post on facebook and i was asking if any kids want to make some money <laughs> i'm just like twice a week dude <laughs> we got one i don't have to mow anymore and i'm freaking jacked nice like i oh, especially maybe it's just that mower that freaking toro mm-hmm. pile of junk i know you haven't you've had good luck with yours well, i know we have very different lawns yeah. <laughs> Very My long God, long that thing pisses me off more than anything. But anyways, make some, you know, some Kentucky bluegrass. Only grow like, you know, four inches tall. Make it nice and, you know, mm-hmm. that's it. All you have to do is water it and keep it green. That's it. You're telling me it already exists? <laughs> I know there are certain breeds of grass that only, they just, they, they max out at a certain height. God, like just, they won't stop. I like guess they, I need to do more research. Because there's like obviously certain types of grass will just keep growing until they hit like, you know, a foot or 18 Dude, I, mine was hitting to where it was like sprouting and making like the, have you ever seen grass like grow too long and it oh, like yeah. starts mm. like trying to. Become a tree. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it's just a million dollar idea. Yeah. Not a billion. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Yeah. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you, and uh, we're about to go live real quick here. Uh, make sure and check us out on Instagram, all the other good stuff. And uh, too long, didn't read, short answer to the podcast. Pick the 7-3. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.